everybody is flying at the seat of their pants today. I was eating during the meeting. Lori's now eating. Renee has food in her mouth. I was going to say, I probably have green juice in my as, teeth. As we speak. Or, or I will. Um, you look fantastic. Thank uh, you. Rental. No, I, I bought this one. Okay, so Renee bought that one. That's why I asked. That way I, we get it on the we get it on the record. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised she didn't say I've had it. I've had it. I've had this um, whole thing. I've had it since <laughs> high school. This whole thing. Um, well, we didn't have a podcast last week, and if I'm being honest with you, Renee and I were were not uh, the best. We were. We decided that we needed a break from the podcast. Um, we're good. There's nothing terribly bad going on between us we <laughs> we uh we always nothing nothing so shitty that we couldn't get it together for this week <laughs> yeah exactly but but we definitely needed a break and and it's very rare that that you know I always put work first and I needed to put family first so that's what I did and and that's what we did yeah. um so welcome back and you know I was I was listening to um on the long drives sometimes uh-huh. Uh, I love to listen to um, Mark Marin. You know, Mark Marin has mm-hmm. the WTF podcast, and and the reason I love to listen to him is they're just so easily accessible, right? Um, and, and he always talks to other comedians that you know, and and yeah, I just love listening to. He's done it forever, forever, like years forever. and years and years. He's done um, it. But one of the things he did that that I thought was fantastic was he said, "Hey, if you're new to my podcast, welcome." And, and we never do that. Oh, yeah. You know, we never do that. So I, I, I thought that was really um, a smart thing to do. I thought it was a really cool thing to do. Uh-huh. Um, so on behalf of me and Captain Evil, if you are new to our podcast, 1,000% welcome to our welcome. family. Welcome. Yep. I like that. Can I some of your green juice? You can. Um, welcome to our family. Welcome to our conversation. Um, welcome to the bullshit. <laughs> How would you, like, now looking back, because the podcast has, like, changed and evolved. If you were to describe our podcast to someone, go. I would say that our podcast is a a very real, natural conversation about our week-to-week life. Yeah. Uh, From talking about career to working together to parenting. Yeah. Um, I I think that, that me and you have, you know, well, I think me more than you, but I got you on board um, have had the idea that we are going to represent a real relationship and we were going to do our very best to be honest, which is why, you know, I didn't give you some bullshit answer about why we didn't have a podcast last, last week. week. Yeah. Um, I decided to come on the podcast and say, Hey, Renee and I were not good. Renee and I needed, uh, time for ourselves. Renee and I needed, um, a moment and a week to, to have conversations and, and be better. So, yeah. You know, I, I could have easily been like, well, we just took a we just took a week off and it is what it is. No, you know, we're being honest and real. And, and there are and, and I think also in, in the past, you know, there were episodes and there are episodes out there that that we were we argued or we got yeah. in, had some conflict. And, <clears throat> you know, we did. We chose in the episode or before the episode. Both. Yeah, I was going to say we- <laughs> both. But we decided not to to edit those out. Yeah. We, you know, there were times that we were like, oh shit, man, like not a good look for us. I think in the, I don't know how many episodes we're at now, maybe like 140, 150, mm-hmm. but I think in the 150 that we're at, there's only one that we I dumped. think I called it. Like I said, stop, I'm, I'm done. I'm turning off the cameras and we're not airing this. And it, 
it wasn't even that I like said something that I regretted. I think it was actually like you said something and oh, I was like Probably. <laughs> Most likely my fault. <laughs> yes, probably. That, that is there and is I a theme. Like, there is a theme no, here. I was like, we are not putting this out there. And I I think we even kind of went like we were going like tit for tat on the podcast and I was like, no, I don't No, I, I just remember I, I know the episode you're talking about. I just remember it was bad. It was it wasn't entertaining. That was what it was. It was, you yeah. know, uh, it, it was just us being unhappy with each other and, and having a real, real argument. And there was nothing to gain out of it. There yeah. was no, nothing but, but Renee and I being angry at each other. And, and it just wasn't worth, in my opinion, putting it out there. And in your opinion, we both decided we're not, we're not doing it. We're done. We don't want to air that episode. And we didn't even get through. It wasn't even a whole episode. Uh-uh. It was like. No. 20 minutes of us just not being happy with each other and and, it, and that doesn't accomplish anything yeah you know so but because this is a weekly podcast and you're a comedian and we talk about sort of our life and what's happening you also get i mean what i think and i think what rick really loves when it happens to our producer is when you get a little bit of the behind the scenes of the comedy and like the business side of it because i think even our friends like people who are close to us there are some of them who think it's just you go up on stage and you tell jokes and I think if you watch this podcast, you see that there is so so much other work that happens around it. Well, not only that, there's there's so much other work is. And, and by the way, you know, before I forget, I would like to start doing the podcast more often someday. You know, I would really like to start doing maybe twice a week. To be really? honest with you, I enjoy it. I enjoy the conversations. I enjoy um, me and you sitting here and, and having these conversations. And uh-huh. I think, I think that that. Other people would enjoy it too. You've never said because, that to me before. I didn't well, know that's where your brain was going. Well, because I think that there's one episode of Let's Catch Up on the Week, uh-huh. and then another episode of like we did the other day where Let's Talk About Dreams, uh-huh. right? So that yeah. we're not talking about the the day to day life, but me and you are are really kind of being a a host, if you will, uh, and a conversation about something that is not specifically our life. Gotcha. But yeah, but but yeah. getting getting into life, getting into our life, right? And dreams did that. Dreams kind of made us really open up about our insecurities and and yeah. you know some of the things in our life. So yeah, I mean definitely. But go, going back to your original topic, that you know it it is work and there's behind the scenes, but but it's also behind the scenes for me. Yes. Me specifically. Yeah. I, th- I think that I am very different than most comedians. Sure. We you know, talked about it a lot lately yeah. with like your prep and how you need no prep. Yeah. Well, and, and, and my reasoning behind wanting to be a comedian. Yeah. You know, and, and the lifestyle that I had growing up, I, I'm just very different. You know, there, there's, and I, I, you know, I'm in there with, with the guys like Jeff Foxworthy and Jim Gaffigan and, you know, Ray Romano and the blue collar guys and all these guys that they're just, they're on the outside of standup. Regular dudes. Regular dudes, you know, and, and I didn't grow up. Well, I mean, I don't know all their stories, but like there's something interesting to be said about you knowing at such a young age that you wanted to be a standup comedian when we're from a place where there was no comedy club and no one we know was a comedian and no one we know did anything professionally in any area of entertainment. Well, 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 which is why, and, and coincidentally this takes us to a whole nother direction. And 
which is why I did what I did for uh, GP Drama, right? So Renee and I both were in, in Gregory Portland Drama Department with Miss Charlotte Brown. Shout out uh, to one of the greatest drama high school teachers of all time. Yes. Um, beautiful woman. She encouraged me to stay in drama, even though at, for me, it, it gave a lot to me uh-huh. and taught me a lot, but I was not fully immersed in it. It wasn't your scene. But it was yours. It was my scene, and, for sure. you know, Renee won the best actor in the state, which means she is a state champion actor. Um, your one-act play won uh-huh. the state championship. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the why I'm so... The whole cast won. But that's why I'm, I'm so upset with Gregory Portland ISD. And I hope somebody from Gregory Portland is watching... And I want them to relay this message because not only am I going to do it on the podcast, I am going to go to the school board. And it goes exactly back to what you were saying is that, that man, I grew up in a very, very small town. Yeah. You know, um, I lived in Portland at times, lived in Gregory for a few years. Gregory, my house was that I grew up in was at the end of a caliche road, not a paved road, a caliche road, right? Um, very, very humble, very country. Um, everybody that lived in our town was refinery workers or farmers. Um, and I, I had no, I'll be honest with you. If, if, if we didn't have HBO, I don't know where I would have seen comedy. Yeah. Right. But I saw comedy growing up. I knew, I knew that's what I wanted to do because I saw it on TV. However, the reason I'm so ashamed of Gregory Portland is because do we have a great athletic program? Yes, we did. Yeah. However, I only know one, maybe two people who in sports went on to the professional level. Yeah. Out of all of GP. And when it comes to our business, and by the way, Gregory Portland football has never won a state championship. Ever. That's crazy. Are you serious? Never. Because the drama department has won so we're under Miss Brown. I forget but, how many state championships. But that is won. my point. You walk in the drama room and it is littered with state champions and state championships. Yeah. Littered. I'm talking about years. But you know where those trophies are? In the drama room. So if you do not walk in the drama room, you don't see them. Yeah. Right? I happen to know, um, and, and my point that I'm saying is that when you walk into GP High School and you see that trophy case, deservingly so, all you see is athletes. I am not saying that they do not deserve to be in that trophy case. Yeah. They deserve to be in that trophy case. They were good athletes. They went on to do great things. Some of them D1 colleges, a couple of them pro, right? Yeah. But if you're going to have that, you also need to have other things in that trophy case so the kids that walk through the hall can say it can be done. Yeah. Not just sports. You know, Don Williams. Well, it's hard. Don Williams, the gentle yeah. giant, a man that is a country music legend, is from Gregory Portland High School. Yeah. And kids don't know that they're not. Kids don't that. know yeah. that. His plaques aren't on the his face isn't on the wall. Yeah. You know, Vince Viloff. Vince Viloff was in Rat Race. He was in sitcoms. He was in American Werewolf in Paris. And with big parts. I'm not talking about small parts. Yeah. His picture's not up. Yeah. You know, we have a woman who wrote for the TV show Friends. Yeah. She was a writer on Friends. 
her Can you picture, imagine to be in that writer's room? What an like. But I found the I found all this out because Miss Charlotte Brown told me. Yeah. Not because her face was on the wall. Yeah. You know, Miss one of my teachers, one of my favorite teachers, who was so compassionate and so kind, and she taught physics. She worked for NASA. NASA. Yeah. Well, you, you know, know what I think? I have a friend that's an author who went to Notre Dame. Yeah. Why are these people not in the trophy case, GPISD? Somebody answer me that. I think the teachers are build, busy, you know, teaching children. And I think this is where mom's on the PTA or, no. you know. Yes, that's what would happen at Garrett's Elementary School is the moms would say, we're going to take on the this trophy case or we're going to we're revamping this, you know. Uh, well, then I have to be. Uh, someone I'll, needs to put in the time and the effort to do it. It's work. I'll go in there and I'll speak up and, yeah. I'll, and I'll give the money. You want to put a trophy case in GPISD? I will help. I will help fund it. I will raise money for it. I will pay for it. Yeah. So right now, anybody from GP, please tell somebody at this at GPISD that I am talking about them and that it is the ball is in their court because it is important to have representation. It is important to walk through those high schools and no, stop for, for and sure. Stop I mean, and look. The I mean, reality of the situation to, is we to, live in Texas. You went to NYU. Yeah. From Gregory Port. Portland, Texas. Yeah. A little country town on the Gulf of Mexico. Renee went to NYU. Well, it's Texas, Friday Night Lights. Like, it's football is a big deal here. It, I get it. It, it is a big I deal. I think it takes enough people caring and understanding the importance of seeing that diversity in the hallways and to make it happen. You know, Gregory Portland Band, I mean, they, they are amazing. That band is absolutely amazing. Yeah. So, Lori, you went to Teloso Midway. Yes. What did your trophy case look like? Were there notable people, or was it just athletes? I have no you idea. You don't remember? I remember seeing the trophy case, but I really don't remember. What's that? Yeah. That was a long time ago, Teacher Many, many moons ago. Um, but but I, think it's, I think it's important, and I think, I think that um, academics should have a section in the trophy case. I think that... Drama should have a section in the trophy case. I think musicians and the band deserves um, a, a space in the trophy case. Yeah. Not not just every district championship team that Gregory Portland has ever had. No, not only do they have the people that went on to play collegiate sports, there's like so many pictures of like here's every team of every year taking a, like. Do we really <laughs> I need? I, I haven't seen the case. I didn't pay as much attention as you did. Do Do we really need every team that's ever played for Gregory Portland High School uh, to have their group picture up there? Yeah. No, that's what your books are for. Yeah. You know, come on. So anyway, um, what what I did because they reached out and said, "Hey, Steve, you know, we're trying to sell tickets to our um, fall play." Mm-hmm. Um, can you get some attention to it? And I said, yeah, no problem. So I put it on my Facebook and, um, I decided to take it a step further. I, myself and Renee bought 50 tickets, um, to the show to give away to people who want to go. So, you know, doing my part, trying to support, um, that, cause I, you know, I love my home. Yeah. I love where I grew up. And, and that was another thing I heard, uh, that I thought was so interesting when I was listening to, um, Mark Maron's podcast. Um, one of the, one of the actors, you know, they said, you'll, you never get to go home. And it's true. 
What do you mean? Oh, because it because it's changing. It's, it's not home. Not, yeah, it's not the home not you home. grew up in. Yeah, we talk about that all the you time. Know, it's not Gre- the Portland you grew you know, up in. Gregory Portland that I that I grew up in is not nowhere near the Gregory Portland that Gregory Portland is today. Yeah, you know, and it's weird because you, I lo- absolutely love being a Gregory Portland Wildcat. I love the way I grew up. I love my friends. I love yeah. I love playing football uh, for Gregory Portland. I loved I loved everything about it. You know, yeah. I'm I'm not one of these guys that goes, oh God, my you know. The way I grew up sucked. No, dude, I loved it, man. We partied all the time and drank in the fields and got in fights. And it was, um, I had a great, and what's even crazier is because I'm older than you, your Gregory Portland is not my Gregory Portland. Yeah, right. It was different. I was the last class to graduate from the old high school before they built the new high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even your Gregory Portland was different. Yeah. And I, and I was like, you guys. I was graduating from this like old building that was about to be like donezo. Eliminated. Yeah. Well, I think they oh. kept it as a junior high for a little bit. I can't remember, but but I, then you talk to my dad, you know, because my family's been in in my my I'm a Portland like original original. My great great grandmother uh, and grandparents were born on that dirt in Portland, Texas. Yeah. Um. So I talked to my dad, and he was like, "Dude, it was this street, that street, and that street. Like and that was it. Building the first church. Yes. Yeah. My, yeah. My family brought the first Catholic church to. Uh, Portland, Texas, like that kind of shit. I yeah. mean, you know, when he talks about it, he's like, man, there was, he's like, there was maybe, you know, 2000 people here. It was literally several streets and that was it. You know, so it's just crazy. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how we got there, but, <laughs> but there we are. Um, looking at my timer. Whew. Great couple of weeks. Um, yeah. We are we are one million miles into preparing to film for the special. Yeah. Um, Renee actually has to work. <laughs> I actually have to work. What does that mean? What do you say? Well, like you have that? meetings and shit now. I have a meeting. Oh. I have a meeting. I have. I'm directing. I have a meeting. I'm like, oh shit, Renee has to go do a meeting. Yeah. Um, we but we're, we're in it. We're in it and I am preparing to film it and I'm so excited to film it. Yeah. And How are you feeling feeling about the set? I know um Lori had a, a drive plugged into my computer. They I wasn't there this last weekend. I don't know when I'm gonna get to see the set again before we film it. So they brought me the audio so I can at least I'm ready. listen to what you did this past weekend. I am one thousand percent ready. I, I feel very, very confident. Um this weekend I, I did Wichita on Friday, which is sold out and <laughs> Saturday just wasn't moving in Tulsa, and I was just so sad about it. And I'm like, well, fuck, man, I guess I'm not coming to Tulsa again. You know? uh-huh. um, but it turns out that Saturday was the last uh, state rivalry of OSU versus OU. Oh. I'm like, well, fuck, uh-huh. dude. You know, And everybody was like, don't worry. The reason you didn't sell tickets is because everybody's at this game. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, well, that makes me feel a little better. But um, I, I did... Because I, I had been feeling a little um, annoyed and bored with the material. you know, Because you've been I'm doing it doing for it. so long now, right? Um, I mean, for you, for but, it feels like so long. But this weekend, uh-huh. I was so excited because I'm like, ooh, I'm going to film this and I want to get it right. So I, I was invigorated. I, I, I walked on stage. Were ready, you thinking ready. about like where the cameras are going to be and playing to was, them? I was, I was, I, I was visualizing... That where the cameras would be, because these theaters were very similar to the Tobin. So I was uh-huh. visualizing where the cameras were. I was visualizing everything, yeah. you know, and, and it, it was just really working on all cylinders. And I felt um, 
very, very confident. Yeah. Like it, it felt um, really good. And, you know, the folks in Wichita are amazing. And, and you know, uh, the, the Tulsa crowd, even though it was smaller, oh, look, it's my manager. Got to take it. Um, hey, Joe, welcome to the podcast, buddy. How are you? Oh, shit. <laughs> are you on the podcast right now? Well, we're filming right now, sir. You are now officially a character on the Stephen Captain Evil podcast. Uh, all right. Well, well, since I got the whole team there, why don't we decide on what we're doing? Are we all good with the artwork? Because today I, I want to send it all out and get it in the system with Ticketmaster and all the ticketing companies. Are we all in agreement? Yeah, I like that. You like I'm, it? I'm good with it. They put the Enya on it. That was my – I knew you were going to want the Enya on the Davino. I, I think it's very um, – I attracting. I do too. And and here's the thing is it's it's feminine and masculine at the same time because I don't want to discredit that demo. Just like me. I think the wood deck the wood decking makes it more men, you know, masculine and then the yeah. pink Trevino makes it more feminine and it it just kind of brings it together in the middle. No, I don't disagree. I I, I like it. I'm really happy about it and let's go. I'm in. Okay. Cool. Then I'm gonna get it in layered artwork so that we, you know we can resize it and do different things with it. And then I'm gonna get it um, in the poster, and then I'm gonna distribute it to Icon so they can use that for the on sale. And then I'll end up giving you the file as well for your team so they can use it any way they want. Awesome. Sweet. Appreciate okay. you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate you. Awesome. Yep. Well, there's another topic. <laughs> uh, yeah. All of the people on the team. Yeah, well, not all the people on the team here. I mean, mean, Lori's like fucking everybody on the team. But um, no, no, I'm I'm just excited because... That sounded like you said... Did you see the way he phrased that? I don't even want to repeat it. Okay. How did I phrase that? Huh? The way you said it, you said, Lori's fucking everybody on the team. Oh, that's how I... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But in a different way, not a sexual way. Just in like she's fucking everybody. (laughs) No, everybody. Ways you can say something. Why did I have to marry you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, It's my fault. No, we're we're we're, we got the art. That what he was talking about was the artwork for the new tour on new material. We're starting over. So excited. That is the scary part. And oh my gosh, we are get ready because we are doing tons of cities we didn't do this year. Coming back to San Diego. I mean, just so many different. Yeah. So I, I can't wait for you guys and, and for us to come visit you. And um, this is like person. the first time we're doing. I mean, you have, you have always changed your material because you have always been um, aware of when you were going back to a market and what you were bringing them. Because we meet people out on the road who are like, this is the sixth time I've seen you. This is the eighth time I've seen you. Um, and so they are always getting a different show. Uh, but... This is the first time that we are like on the calendar. All right, this is the start date of the new tour. No, and it's new no. photo. No, no, no. I mean, I have like, mentally done that always. I mean, marketing wise. Marketing wise, with well, a, with the poster that Joe's referring to, with photos. Well, but with, this, but this is the first time I'm doing. This is my first real tour. I've always yeah. toured, but it was always it was comedy clubs or you know some theaters, some comedy clubs, some you know mixed up. Yeah. A real tour like Joe Coy or like Gabriel Iglesias, you know, or, or Tom Segura or, or these guys where they're like, hey, I am literally booking a tour Yeah. where this is big time. This is, I'm doing all theaters, all casinos. Yeah. You know, I don't even think we're doing a comedy club next year. I mean, this is like fucking tour bus shit. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? So so this is the first time that like we're trying out we're, a tour bus for the first time. We'll we'll have an episode on the podcast where we talk about that. We'll see how that goes. Yes, that, it's going to be very interesting. We're taking the whole team to uh, Amarillo, Albuquerque, and to Vegas. So it'll be it'll be. I, I, I me and Timmy were talking about it. I, I you know like I think I'm going to love it. Yeah. I, it, it's just the feeling of leaving is yeah. what I need. I don't know. I might want to pull because my hair out by the end of it. Who invited you? <laughs> Someone has to watch the kids. Oh, the kids are coming too. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, most of the time it's going to be me, but no, but, but so for example, you know, Wichita and Tulsa, I would have loved to take in a tour bus because uh-huh. the way I picture that is they pick me up at my house. Okay. I leave. Mm-hmm. I do work on the bus. Yeah. I watch a little TV. I take a nap. Mm-hmm. We get to the venue. Bus driver F's off, sleeps, mm-hmm. relaxes. I shower. I'm hanging out in my bus. I don't have to take my shit out of the car, check it into a hotel. Yeah. Right? And then because it's Friday, uh, you know, I tell them I can make two decisions. Hey, I'm walking off stage, mm-hmm. and we would like to be in Tulsa tomorrow. Go park at the casino. Or... <laughs> Or, hey, we're doing casino tonight, uh-huh. and go ahead and park at the casino. We're going to do the casino. We're going to get on the bus, and we're going to go to Tulsa. Same thing. I don't have to grab all my bags. Yeah. I don't have to check into a hotel. Yeah. Right? I'm not Most driving. Of, and the theaters pretty much all have a shower backstage. I don't yeah. think I've seen a theater in a long time that didn't have go a shower. Go to Tulsa, and then tell the driver, like, dude, as soon as I walk off, I want to start going home. Yeah. Seven-hour drive. Which is what no. you did this weekend. You had a plane anyway, ticket, and, I drove. and then you decided, screw the plane ticket you purchased. You're just gonna because drive my anxiety home. is the Saturday night when it's all over, yeah. and I'm just laying there in bed. I can't sleep. I'm I'm gonna have to wake up. I get I get to the hotel by 1.30, a.m. I have to wake up at four anyway. Yeah. To get to the airport, so I really don't sleep. I just kind of sit there and lay around and. You know, maybe I watch an episode or two of something. Yeah. And maybe get a nap and then go to the airport, grab my bags, go to the airport, go through security, then get on a plane, fly to Dallas, walk through the fucking airport, go to the next plane. Oh, you hate fly TSA. Home. So That's your thing. If I can get off stage yeah. and get on the bus and know I can go to sleep. Yeah. Right? I got out at one in the morning, the bus leaves at two. And then eight hours later, I'm home. Yeah. That would have been ideal for me this week. Just and because I ended up driving through the night from Tulsa home because I'm like, well, what am I going to do, man? I don't want to go to the casino again. Yeah. I went Friday. I, I, I don't. I, I, and if I do go to the casino, I, I can't drink because I, I'm coaching a football game on Sunday. Like, it's yeah. just, it's, it's that in between, like. I'm stuck here with nothing to do. You're done with do. your job. It's, you want to be home. I'm stuck here with nothing yeah. to do. I want to go home. Yeah. Right? So. I get that. You're, it's like it's like if you're someone, who's, someone who worked a nine to five and you're done with your job, but you're still stuck at there. work. You can't leave. Yeah. You know, so um, I'm excited about the new tour. I'm excited to get this special out there. Um, I'm a little nervous and scared of what this new special means um, for my career. Yeah, I'm excited, but I'm and I mean, you know, having to promote it and, you know, 
this isn't going to be, I mean, I, I was looking at Nate Bergazzi, you know, and I, look, I'm not saying I'm getting SNL cause I'm not okay. I'm, I'm Mexican. We are not allowed on SNL. Oh, um, don't say that. <laughs> I mean, come on. How many, how many Latinos have ever hosted SNL? Lori, please check. I was going to say, this is when we need fact checker Rick. Uh, yeah. Well, Lori's going to do it for us right now. Um, but anyway, I was just thinking about Nate Bergazzi and how he ended up hosting Saturday night live on Saturday and I just thought to myself, Saturday of, of Halloween, uh-huh. I just thought to myself, like, yes, it would be very cool to be my, with my whole family as I film SNL. However, I don't want to miss Halloween with my kids. Delilah was the fucking cutest. Oh, she was for Halloween. so fun this Halloween. The cutest. I mean, everything you do for your kids is for the smile uh-huh. and for the excitement to see them discover something like the first, the first, yeah, the first, all the first. And oh my God, Delilah would run next house. Let's go to the next house. <laughs> and even the neighbors, she even had the neighbors laughing. Cause I told him, I said, every time we get back in the trailer, she asked, are we going to the next house? <laughs> and she literally just, would every time you get her back in, she does. Are we going to the next house? And do I want to host SNL? Yes. Right? Would, yeah. would would I do it? Yes, you would, Steve. Trevino. Yes, I would tell you. You were doing. You were taking me with you to New York City, and you are hosting SNL. But I still want to be with my kids trick or treating. Yeah. Well, we can trick or treat some brownstones in the Lower East Side or the Washington around Washington Square Park. I'm good with that. That'll work. But doing it in our neighborhood to me is special. Yeah. And and Delilah and Garrett too, man. Like you know, Garrett's getting a little older, so. He's got a different kind of swag about his Halloween, uh-huh. you know. Oh, but he legit, we had, um, since our neighborhood, the the lot sizes are larger. So you hitch a trailer and you have you can't walk the hayride. It. Yeah. And and because not everyone does it. So you're you're driving multiple streets. But um, but we had a backup s- supply of mustaches. <laughs> With us on the trailer so that when his mustache wore out, he'd go and pick out a new sticky mustache and put it on. But, but again, and Garrett's also getting to that age where he's not going to want to do the silly, fun costumes. I know. You I'm know. wondering how much longer he'll still want to do the family costumes. I think we still have next year because we talked about that. You know, he's like talking about what might be good options for next year. So I, I think we still have at least one more year of family costumes. Well, I, you know, I, I, look, I, and that's why I do it because it's I like, know you hate it's it. Like, I, I hate it, but I do it because of the memories. I do yeah. it because of how many Lori? Twelve. So twelve Latino hosts. In how many years? And how many? Hold on. And how many of them were stand-up comedians? Uh, I don't think any of them. Zero. But the very first one was Desi Arnaz, and it says it took twenty more years to have another one. So Desi Arnaz, Holy and then shit. twenty years later, who? Cameron Diaz. I'm like the oh, she doesn't even count. That bitch doesn't count. Right. <laughs> and who else? Freddie Prinze Jr. Well, Freddie Prinze Jr. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, yes. Selma Hayek. Yeah. Selma Hayek, tits. Christina Aguilera. Lots Christina of hot Aguilera, bitches. not a Latina, but okay. We'll, we'll Eva Longoria. Yeah. Eva Longoria, Corpus Christi, Corpus. Texas. Yep. Uh, Rosario Dawson. Yes. Yeah. Kind of Latina, yep. Sofia 
Sofia Vergara, mm-hmm. tits. Uh, Louis C.K. I don't know how Louis C.K. Well, he's yeah, he's half and he's a stand-up, so one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bruno Mars, yep. And, oh, that was it. Oh, wow. That's it. Wow. And how many years of, of SNL? 40? I don't know. And there's 52 weeks in a year. So they probably do have, they, well, I they mean, don't they don't do 52, 52 weeks, episodes, but, but how many episodes do you think they do a year? 11 in the history of SNL of 48 seasons. 48 years, 12 Saturdays in 48 years. Latinos have hosted SNL. Yeah. One stand-up. The odds of me hosting SNL are astronomical. Well, now you have to. Like when it, I'm when, all about it, it. when it's done that way. Let's go. Now you have to, Steve Trevino. Let's go. You know, I'm down to do it. But again, those are the numbers. I'm shocked. I mean, I knew I knew they were gonna be dismal numbers because like the Gina, I think it's called like the Gina Davis Institute of Gender and Media Studies, like puts all these, and USC does too. They've really started doing the actual research and the data but, to put these numbers out and make people realize, like diverse wise. But here's what's crazy. And when you go, how many males? It wasn't very many males. Yeah. It was mostly female. It was mostly actresses. female. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was Louis, Desi, Freddie Prinze. Bruno Mars was a musician. Bruno Mars. And Louis C.K. Five. So about, about half. Yeah. Out, of, out of 48 years. Yeah, there's so... Well, and I'm just thinking, like, even if we just rattled off, like, you know, you're thinking of other females. Like, there's several other females who could be on that list. That's why I always laugh where they're like, dude, bro, why are you making it about race? Maybe you're just not good enough. Well, maybe there's only 12 in 48 years. You know, and I and I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna keep working hard. I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And and now that you said that, I'll go after it. Just so all you guys know, I'll go after it. I will tell my publicist I want to be on SNL. Yeah. See what happens. I might make history. Yeah. We don't know. I'll be a part of history. Yeah. You know. But anyway, my point was that that I'm watching Nate Bergazzi, and and right now he's everywhere. And congratulations to Nate. He's a fantastic comic. Very nice guy. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, holy crap, man, like, is it going to be where I'm like extra, extra busy promoting, you know, and then my goal will be just to bring you guys along. Yeah. Right. It it might be one of those years where we say, Hey, school, we're homeschooling Garrett or private school. Well, private school. Sorry, Steve's doing SNL. Sorry, Steve's doing NFL game day. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're doing all this fun stuff with our husband, with my husband. We'll go as long, as long as we can until they kick us out. Yeah, I mean, maybe they'll understand, you know, who knows. But um, either way, either way, I am, I am a little nervous Yeah. about what's going to happen. How's it going to go? You know, um, I just I um, the thing that I think about is I, so we did Halloween with the kids in our neighborhood and that was fabulous. But while you were on the road this weekend, I took the kiddos to Worst Fest. Yeah, well. Yes, and and I was a little jealous, but I was also like, oh, I'm glad you did it without one. I know, I I know, I I was torn too because it's our little town. We are not we're not a well, big not town. A little town anymore. We're but but we're not thousand. big by any means, and we have one of the biggest the biggest German Oktoberfests. I I saw a list. It's not 
the biggest outside of Germany. Well, no, in the U.S., I think we might we're in the top five. Yeah, we fall somewhere in there. Um, but it's it's awesome. It's beautiful and it's amazing. But it draws people. I mean, it's a major tourism thing. Oh, we bring in over the the course of whatever weeks, ten um, days. It goes on for like two weekends, like ten days. Yep. And um, I took the kids this weekend, and we had we had such a good time. But I literally got there like opening day as soon as it opens. And we left, you know, as soon as it got dark and started to get real rowdy and real crowded. Um, and that was the thing is I thought, I can't do this with Steve. No. Like I was able to do it because it was me and the kids. And you got recognized. Well, I mean, but you know what? When it's me and the kids, I think people kind of let me be. They realize that like I'm being a mom and I'm you know, chasing after two kids and they, I, people let me have that moment, but, um, but you don't get that. No. Oh, let me tell you about what happened. I, and I haven't even had a chance to tell you this. I thought it was fucking nuts. So first of all, I'm doing Vegas 10, 11, 12, 13 of December. And we had an issue because of the cyber attack. Remember? Yeah. So the cyber attack hit Vegas. They stole all my tickets. It's a whole fucking thing. So now we are selling tickets directly through MGM website, not, no longer. Anyway, we're good now. Please buy your tickets now. We're, we're good now. But, but there was a moment where... But go to Steve's website and make sure it's the real yes. ticket link that you're not well, buying dude, it listen from to some this. place. So Brad Garrett has a... By the way, Brad Garrett, if, if anybody listens to me or knows this podcast, people know that I absolutely love and adore that man. Uh, gave me work when I needed it, when I didn't have work. Uh, without him, I don't know if I would have made it because he was there for me when I needed work and I just love him. But Our son is named after him. Yes, and, and please watch that special called Till Death and we tell the whole story. But um, he, has a, he has the best comedy club in Vegas, in my opinion. It is the nicest. It is the coolest. It is. Yeah. So it well, used, he's such a perfectionist. Oh, my like God, it's gorgeous. And then he, so brings his, is, he brings all his crazy memorabilia. It's, it's, it's his a museum. art collection. His room is like a museum. Um, anyway, it's a gorgeous room. Love playing it. You, you know, it really felt like when I played there, you really felt like you were somebody. Amazing green classy. room. Classy. So classy. So anyway, this, this and I'll have Miss Lori look it up. This reality star... Somebody reached out to his people and they were like, Hey, we want to book you at Brad Garrett's comedy club. And they're like, yeah, like what's going on? No, we'd love to have him. He can perform there on Sunday, blah, blah, blah. We'll set up the ticket link, uh -huh. start selling tickets. The whole thing is a sham. It was the whole thing was a fucking scam. The whole thing. So this person thought they were doing a show at Brad Garrett comedy club was promoting it to their Selling fan tickets. base and they were going to this website and buying tickets. And it, and it wasn't even a real show. Y'all, and I can see how that happens. I know someone's like, article, probably like, oh my God, these people are so dumb. But like, now we do everything via internet. Oh no, his people were like, oh no, like we, we were talking to people, a contract, we signed a contract. Like, you see it, Lori? Joe, Joe Gorga. Oh, Steve Trevino. That's a real housewives of Holly. A real housewives. That's of what I said. Some, that was him that was getting booked. He thought he was booked. Oh, people thought they were going to go see him. 
at the Brad Garrett Comedy Club and bought tickets. Why would George Gorga be at the... I, I watch Real Housewives. Why would Joe Gorga be at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club? Well, they reached out and he's like, his people were like, his people. Well, I guess George, um, what's his name? Boxer, face tattoos? Why can't I think of his name? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson did a show at Brad Garrett Comedy Club, so I guess it's not that. Is that crazy of. though? Contract, ticketing website, I, everything looked. Did they catch him? Like the. the I don't think they scammers? caught him, right, Lori? Is that not crazy? I meant to tell you. I hadn't had a chance to tell you. I mean, these people know eventually you're going to get caught. Like, eventually Joe Gorga doesn't get on stage and do a show at the Brad Garrett Comedy Club. But how do they get caught? They already have your money. So no one's getting refunded. But then how did you find out about this? Well, because, of course, I, you know, they, I, I don't know, because I follow Brad on Instagram. So uh -huh. probably Google's like, hey, you like information about this guy. Yeah. So I, I read all my news on the internet. Uh huh. Like I read all my news like uh, through Google. On TikTok. Google, yeah. Well, yeah. Tick, well, no. TikTok usually gives me the 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 lead, and then I go, let me go fucking find that, right? Uh, yeah. So, what were we gonna say, Lori? It was a fake Brad Garrett who reached out, so he thought Brad Garrett was reaching out. To him. It was a fake Brad Garrett. Isn't that crazy? Wow. It's insane, dude. Got to be careful. So I, you know, I will give you a piece of information that a friend of mine gave me now with AI and, and, and by the way, like this AI shit is getting crazy, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. All the things that it's capable of. Yeah. So now AI, just so you guys know who are listening, a friend of mine told me you need code words for your wife, for your kids. And the reason you need code words is because your wife can appear to be calling you. You can answer the phone. And it is your wife's voice and your wife is saying, I'm stuck. I need a thousand dollars. Can you send it to me? And they're having a real conversation with you. And you have to have something that you can say that makes that, uh, that she needs to answer. You need a code word. So you need a question and then an answer for that word, the question. Yeah. What's my favorite, what's my favorite breakfast? And if you don't, if you don't say pancakes, yeah, you know, I'm not, <clears throat> Obviously, I mean that's something just, more specific. In yeah, right but there. that's just right. a, you know, right. you know, pancakes with chitlins or you know, yeah. whatever. But but you know, you really need to talk to your to your spouses and your kids and say, hey, just remember, and your kids too. It might not be mommy and daddy calling you, right? Because think about that. If your kids have a phone uh -huh. and mom calls and says, hey, I need you to come to Walmart right now Ooh. to meet me. Oh, that's a scary. Steve it's scary. Yeah, they, I mean, a million... Yeah. I, Renee and I have said every single word in the English language on this fucking podcast, right? Except for Farfig Nugent. Shit, I already <laughs> said Farfig Nugent. Um, um, but you know what I mean? So they can take that. Yeah. And they can call your kids, your 16-year-old. Your and they can say, hey, mom and dad here, meet us at Chili's. We'll see you in a bit. Yeah. And they go, okay, mom and dad. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. That AI shit, man. Unbelievable. Um, anyway, we do have to talk about, uh, oh, 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 finally on the website. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. We finally have it to where you can submit your photographs. So for those of you that don't know, we want all of your photographs of you at work, yeah. your spouse at work, your parents at work. Um, even if they're deceased, if they were hardworking people, 
and you have a picture oh, yeah, or a photograph a old photo of, them. Of, of them at work, please send it to us because we're going to use that on our Netflix special. At the end of the special or at the beginning of the special, we are going to show the working people of the world yes. and of America because this special for me is very special and it is my way of saying I love you, dad and mom, stepdad, stepmom, yeah. for being such hardworking people and giving us the opportunities and doing the hard jobs. So please go to my website, sign up, and please, please, please send your pictures. So when they go to your website, it will immediately pop up. It'll be the first thing. Um, and there's just some permissions. They have to like make sure they check the boxes so that we can use it, but they're able to submit their photos. And we're working out the details. We are doing a Vegas giveaway with Rao Western Wear. Please, Rao Western Wear. We are going to send you to Vegas. Details coming soon. We are going to dress you or your husband with all Rao clothes. We're going to get you plane tickets. We're going to get you a hotel room. We're going to get you backstage with me and Captain Evil at the show. You're going to join me at my private craps table. <laughs> So that way when Renee's like, are you going to play craps again? I'm like, babe. I have to. It's I, work. It's work. I can't let them down. It's a work obligation. Um, so those details are coming soon. In the meantime, go to RaulWesternWear.com to get your shirts. Uh, wear them to the shows, guys. I'm loving it. Yeah. People are starting to wear them to the shows. Old Salt Coffee. We got our shipment in today. Delicious coffee. The best drip coffee you can buy. Not as expensive as Starbucks, but not as cheap as Folgers. It's delicious. Trevino 10, please. Pick cherries, download it, and, of course, Aztec Chevrolet, Beville, Aztec Chevrolet, Uvalde Chevrolet, and Uvalde, Texas, Goliad Ford. Please give us a chance. Please give us a shot. We deserve it. Hardworking people, honest people. We will deliver the vehicle to you within reason. <laughs> within Your reason. reason is different than my reason. Exactly. <laughs> We love you guys so very much. Thank you, thank you for just being a part of our lives. And and as many times as you guys come up to us and you say, "Gosh, you know, we love, you know, that you entertain us. We love that you have you have helped us with our marriage. You have done the same for us. You have entertained us uh, by letting us do this for you guys. Yeah. You maybe have saved our marriage. <laughs> Waiting for you to talk. I was just because you know what the big, the biggest sweetest part for me is that I get um I get all the residual love that comes off of you and when I get to meet people with you after awesome. a show and I hear you know their stories and they share some really neat things with us and I just I just feel so lucky to get to stand beside you for those moments. We love you. We gotta go. We have a meeting and it's a together meeting. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time.